Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and today we want to talk about what's really eating at you, what's on your mind, what's really going against you. You know, the Bible says in Psalms 127, verse 2, it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for as he gives his beloved sleep. You know, how many of you have trouble sleeping at night? You know, I get emails all the time from people that are, you know, having trouble sleeping, their minds going in many different directions, or maybe maybe you're dealing with last night your son was running a high fever, or, or maybe you say, I, you know, I only slept only two hours last night and I was awake. Maybe you were getting ready for today's presentation at work, or, or maybe you were getting ready for your job, or maybe you had a financial burden that was on you and you couldn't sleep at all. Maybe you were worried about the bills that were piling up, or worried about some kind of lawsuit, or whatever may be going at you today. But you, I want you to understand that God gives His beloved sleep. So who are His beloved? You know that you and I are His beloved. and We are in Christ and we are His beloved. You know, God says, It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. In other words, it is pointless to worry and lose sleep because the truth is, unless the Lord builds the house, you labor who build it, Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. So I want you to say something to yourself and I want you to understand, you know, what's really keeping me awake? What's really on my mind? Because really, in reality, whatever's on your mind, your will and emotions the most, that's really what you're worshiping. That's really what you're giving your time and your attention to. That's really what you treasure in your life. You know, Matthew chapter 6 verse 21 says, for where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. So what you treasure is reflected by what occupies your mind, what occupies your the will, your will, and your emotions, because that's your soulish realm. So let God be the one who builds your career, watches over your financial investments. Let Him be the one who guards your health, your marriage, and your children. Don't worry and stay up late if you are the source of the increase or the one who has the power to make things happen and save the situation. No. God is is the one, and he says to you, my beloved child, throw your care on me and just go to sleep. He says, cast out your care upon me, for I careth for you. For he who neither sleeps nor slumbers. So we know that God never sleeps or slumbers, according to Psalms 121, 3 and 4. So we throw our situation toward God, because he neither sleeps or he neither slumbers. He works night shift for you as you sleep. So if you can't lay down tonight and just go to sleep, Think about what's going on in your mind. And you know, I have a lot of nights like that that I that I can't go to sleep. I'll lay down and 35 things are going through my mind. And, and I'll tell you what I've learned to do. I've learned to just turn on some music or I've learned to turn on the Word and let that Word be repeated over and over. And just a few minutes, I'll see myself getting a little bit sleepy, getting a little bit dreary. Why? Because I'm resting my mind in the Lord.
Welcome to the Beauty of Grace today, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church. If you'd like to write us, or if you'd like to email us, you can email us at hfchurch the number seven at gmail.com. That's hfchurch the number seven at gmail.com. And I and we'd love to answer your questions. We'd answer. We'd love to to help you in any way we possibly can. We want to sow into you. We want to encourage you. We want to bring you to a place of of restoration. We want to bring you to a place of re- being restored. We want to speak the word of God. That the word of God is going to bring absolutely life to you. And and we know that according to the word of God, Jesus makes all things new. And that's the things that we want to understand. So we want to go to second. Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, My beloved brethren, I wish you above all things that I might be in health and prosper, even as thy soul prospers. That was the scripture that just came to my mind, but 2 Corinthians 5 17 says that we become a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new to us. So let me ask you something. What's become new? What's become new to each one of us today? You know, a lot of times we look at our lives and we don't understand that we've been made new, don't understand that we're a spirit, we possess a soul and we live in a body. Our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. But let's talk about a little bit about the body. Because the body is the part of us that we don't understand. And so many times we hear these words, and I get these questions all the time. Well, Pastor, confession and repentance, what is the difference? Well, we want to make that to you today, that all things that you've been forgiven for, that you've confessed all your sins and you've been clean of all your sins. The word repentance in the actual Greek and the Hebrew and in Latin is the change of way you're thinking. It has not one thing to do with doing a 180 and going a different direction. So everybody that tells you that, it, it, it sounds good, it, lists, it sounds good, but and, and we need to repent on a daily basis. Repent means we need to change the way we're thinking on a daily daily basis. But the word confession is also a Greek word that means profession, which we know that he is the author of our confessions and professions. He's the apostle of them. And so, what is the difference? The word confession is the word is two Greek words, and it means homo loga. Homo means the same, as you know, and loga means the word. In other words, say the same thing. Your confession is not confessing all your sins to the Lord every day. Confessing is saying what God has said about your sins. He said your sins have been wiped away to be remembered no more. As far as the east is to the, from the west. So he don't even remember what you're talking about because he looks down and he sees you in Christ. So all these people are saying, well, we need to confess our sins on a daily basis. You can't find that anywhere in the scripture. You can't find anywhere we need to ask for forgiveness in the scripture. But he does want us to repent. You know, John the Baptist said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He wants you to change the way you're thinking. Well, they could not repent in John's baptism because John, Jesus hadn't died and resurrected yet. So there was no such thing as salvation as we know it today because Jesus hadn't died and resurrected when John was prophesying and telling people repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. But the word repent means to change the way you think about things. So even Sunday mornings when you're in church, Sunday morning when you're in your vacation Bible schools or or you're in your Sunday school classes or wherever you are, hearing the word on TV, you're repenting as you're hearing because Jesus calls sinners to repentance. And that is scripture. He called us all. Come to call the, the righteous but sinners to repentance. So he's wanting them to change where they're thinking. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 17, from the time on Jesus began to preach, repent. Change the way you're thinking for the kingdom of God is near now. So repentance must be from a heart that is genuine. 
What does he mean by that? What is he trying to tell us that he wants us to do? Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation. So there's joy in heaven over one sinner that repents. Now, everybody will tell you that means getting saved. But that's really not what this is saying. It's saying that when he calls you to repentance, you're changing the way you think on a daily basis. Now, what's messed people up? When a wayward sinner repents and turns back to God, he'll live, according to Scripture. So what does that mean? That means he turns around and changes the way he's thinking. You know, we hear people say all the time, well, repentance means do a 180 and and go a different direction. Now, I'll buy that, but until you change the way you think, you're never going to change the way you go. Because the Bible said, Proverbs 23, 7, whatsoever a man thinks in his heart, that's what he is. That word is the word suki, which is the mind. So whatever a man thinks in his mind is the life he's going to live. You're never going to get past the confessions of your mouth, you're never going to get past the thinking of your mind. See, the church is trying to get people to change their behavior without changing their nature. You can't change a person's behavior until you change their nature. So how do I change your nature? We take on His divine nature and we lose our sinful nature. Now our spirits are absolutely perfect. Our spirit has never sinned one time since we got born again. So now our spirit is without sin. Our spirits are absolutely perfect. So what do I change? I change the way I think. Romans 12 and 2. Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if I change the way I think, I can change the way I behave. But you can never change your behavior until you change how your nature is. And so we, we got a generation of people trying to read self-help books and trying to change. But you're more spiritual than you are physical. And if you're not more spiritual than you are physical, then you're going to operate in the physical realm and you're going to base things on the amount of knowledge you have. Everybody bases and makes decisions based on their past experiences. But if we learn to listen to our spirit, we could live out of the inside instead of living out of the outside and we could manifest the things that God's trying to manifest through us. That's what the beauty of grace is all about and that's what changes our life. If we'll just learn what repentance even means, which is to change the way we think, we can change the way we live, and that's the beauty of grace.